0: This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into the Saturday morning edition of Rural Exchange. I'm Rebecca Greaves and I, Hamish and I are here at the Central District's Old Days. have been having a good old look around and uh, talking to various holders and one thing that most farms or... Most farms that I've ever visited have is dogs, and um, also dogs coming onto farms. So we thought that it would be very timely to have a chat with Michelle Simpson from Ovis Management. Welcome to the show Michelle. Thank you Rebecca, thank you for having me. been good so far, plenty of people coming through, some good conversations being had with farmers and and other other people about um, the impact of Ovis. It's actually
1: been very uh, a very good show so far. We've had varying people from farmers, I've had an Airbnb um, owner come through but she allows dogs onto her onto her property um, and business so we've been getting to her about what she needs to do. Um, yeah, it's been great.
0: I feel like Ovis is one of those things, you know. It, it used to be, well we talked about but back in the day it was Hydatids, wasn't it? And and it was a, a big problem and everyone probably knew about it and there were the days when the dogs used to line, the, line up the fences, you know, all, all tied up, ready to have, to have their dosing. Those days have gone because you guys have done such a great job of uh, raising awareness and, and getting on top of it, but it is still out there and I, I feel like Ovis oh, is one of those things that we need to just keep uh, front of mind so that we don't get back to a situation where uh, it becomes a problem, you know? We we need to keep the the foot on the throttle, so to speak.
1: That's right, we do. Um, So the Tenia Ovis tapeworm that causes uh, sheep measles has a four-week life cycle. Uh, This means that we have to go for dogs uh, at least once a month to knock the cycle. It's important that every dog owner understands their responsibility when it comes to um, this risk to our sheep farmers. So we're focusing on urban uh, people as well, who take their dogs near sheep farms uh, or just generally out for a walk. If you're not on a regular worming program, please dose at least 48 hours before
0: you go near the sheep farm. And so why is this? The dogs are obviously the the carriers of the the sheep measles, which are caused by the tapeworm. Why is it so important that we make sure that this doesn't get onto our farms? What what sort of um, problem does it cause for the farmer?
1: The main concern is that the meat is is ruined by these cysts. It's not a human health concern, but we certainly do not need our sheep meat market to be riddled with sheep measles cysts, um, which will cost the farmer and the processor money, as well as our economy.
0: And I know, and I don't mind saying this, we had a bit of a sheep measles issue on our farm. Um, We weren't the source of it, but it was an area problem, and and I had a call from uh, your predecessor, Dan Lynch, um, a a great man um, who's done a lot of good work in this space, and I, I was a bit horrified. Um, we have noticed that we were getting some comeback with Ovis on our kill sheets, which I assume that you know other farmers could check their kill sheet and, and notice this. Um, I was really anxious as to what we could do to to stop this. So if you are a farmer, I mean obviously you've talked about how you, you target urban people, but if you are a farmer, what, what steps should you take on the farm to try and reduce your risk around Ovis?
1: Limiting foreign dogs coming onto your property is a big uh, a big way to do it because if they don't need to be there, just don't have them there. Uh, you can ask your truck drivers to leave their, their dogs behind um, or prove that they have actually been, been dosed. Uh, the fencer, the casual worker, they, you just need to make sure that they understand the risk that their dog poses to the farmer um, by making sure that they are wormed before they
0: arrive. And the farmer themselves should obviously have their dogs in a dosing programme, I guess that's a given? Yeah,
1: that, that's definitely a given. Uh, make sure that all your staff have got um, frequent uh, availability for worming tablets um, and that they are actually giving the tablets to the dog, and not just in the kitchen cupboard above the fridge. Um, and yeah, it's a, a big responsibility to, to ensure that everyone's doing their part.
0: And, and if you're an urban person listening to this, I think it's um, good to be aware that if you take your dog somewhere where there is, uh, where there are stock, um, maybe you go hunting. Or I, I'm looking at a nice picture of a, a beautiful Labrador holding a duck. So I mean, duck shooting's coming up in a few months. Um, it's your responsibility, obviously, to make sure that your dog is dosed. Um, and if and if people ask you for evidence of that, I guess it's don't don't be offended if you're asked to show. Um, evidence that your dog has been dosed because uh, it is a really important thing.
1: That's, that's exactly right. Um, it's easy enough just to say, you know, yes I've dosed. Or the hunting, the hunters um, respect, usually respect the fact that the farmers have allowed them on there, so this, the thing that they can do by protecting the farmer is make sure their dogs are dosed. Um, and for the dogs, health, an all-wormer every three months is recommended but we really need um, those dogs to be treated with a product called Quantal which will kill the tapeworm um, and because it's a four week life cycle we need it to be done once a month or 48 hours before you arrive near sheep.
0: So um, just, just to go back a little bit Michelle, how does this actually get, get spread, it's from the dog eating raw infected meat isn't it, so where does, how does the meat get infected?
1: That's right, the biggest risk are farming properties where they haven't picked up any sheep carcasses and dogs can roam. Where there are a lot of wild dogs um, that eat the the available carcass, uh, this cycle begins. Each dog can carry up to three tapeworms um, that are responsible for this issue. The other thing is there are a lot of more commercial um, meat products available for dogs. Um, So we would just recommend that people freeze the product for 10 days at minus 10 degrees
0: before feeding it to their dog. Fantastic, so you've heard that that's what you need to do. Uh, if there's a key message that you can get out there, uh, Michelle, to farmers or to, to urban people, and um, we obviously have listeners uh, from both walks of life, um, what would it be? It's really just um, making sure that we're responsible for our, for our own backyard,
1: and if your dog is causing the problem with the farmer, it's a really easy fix, um, so it's just working together to make sure that we can protect our own
0: sheep meat um, market. So as a farmer I'd be really keen for you to all make sure that you're dosing your dogs because I we have been on the receiving end of this and it wasn't it wasn't a pleasant thing but we um, managed to get on top of it and, um, and, and that was good because uh, it obviously makes a difference. You, you see it on the kill sheet, the animals can be downgraded um, which obviously impacts your bottom line. Uh, I'd encourage anyone to get down and see Michelle here, as you can see she's got some dog whistles which uh, everyone loves a good dog whistle. Hamish is just picking one up, he's gonna go uh, whistle it to get him behind uh, and I see she's also got some lollies as well. Can you can you give us a demonstration Michelle, can you whistle that thing or oh, a a... <laughs> So that's, that's when you want your dog to come back. <laughs> Don't get me to try that at home. <laughs> so come down and see Michelle if you want to learn more about what you can do to help prevent the spread of ovus, uh, sheep measles, and why it's so important. Uh, thanks so much for your time today Michelle and all the best with the rest of the field days. Thank you Rebecca, it's been great chatting.